and welcome back to the Yankee Nation podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 14th. Uh, the holiday season is upon us uh, about a week, week and a half away, you know, Christmas. Um, Yankees are hoping for another Christmas gift with Carlos Rodon, and we'll get into uh, all the rumors surrounding that. Um, Yankees are heavily in on that, and then there's some rumors about a bigger move that no one knows what it is but there we can take our guesses so before we get all get into all that i'll send it out to san diego brian how are you doing season greetings ryan it's it's that time of year everything decorated world decorated the uh, grandchildren's gifts have been shipped off to uh the grandkids to be put under the tree so that they've got them just before christmas and we'll see them during the holidays um, you know, all the, all the pop, pop, all the pop, pop, right guy things have been accomplished and checked off so far, but the Yankees really slow week, you know, as a matter of fact, the big news of the week, which I think we need to lead off with, you know, um, is the, uh, the huge signing that they did of, uh, James Norwood, the righty, the, the righty reliever that was signed, uh, earlier this week, uh, for, he pitched 17 innings for the Phillies, uh, with a, Quite a, quite a big ERA, 8.31. But it looks like a Matt Blake, um, a Matt Blake project. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was really, like I said, it was a really busy, slow week. <laughs> Just one one guy signs. So thank you, Jack yeah. Curry, for that announcement. So um, now we can get on to the other news, <laughs> yeah. which yeah, is everybody that's... else is signing people. Yeah. I mean, of course, the, uh, the thing that comes with that little signing is that he's uh, – he grew up in the Bronx. Yes, like, a couple minutes from the stadium. So <laughs> we are bringing homegrown talent, huh? I mean, we've got Harrison Bader. We, you know, yeah. and, uh, and uh, you know, the only guy we didn't bring back is Velasquez. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, as we said, R- R- Carlos Rodon. I mean, especially with Correa signing last night, I think he's yeah. the next one to go in yeah. the next week or so. Um, Said to be seeking seven years, two hundred million. I'm thinking he might not get quite that. Um, I think the seventh. I, I think the seventh year might be an option type of thing. I could see the Yankees doing that type of deal with him. Um, yeah. All, all I'm gonna say is, if they don't get, I mean, if they lose out on Rodon because they offer six years and don't give him seven, like I, I'm gonna yeah. be pretty upset because he is thirty years old. Yeah. Like he, he's not like a a Verlander. No, for sure, is their thirty-nine-year-old type of signing. So, and it seems to be that the the biggest surprise of most signings through the uh, offseason so far have been the length of contracts. I mean, yeah, I mean, heck, Craig, it's thirteen years at three hundred and fifty million. You know, I mean, yeah, um, and that's, that's about that's like twenty-six million a year, which is really good <laughs> AAV for yeah, a guy like Correa, yeah. And, and um, I don't know. I don't know if there was any opt outs in it, like he had with the Twins, you know. Um, but this is Scott Boris' season, you know. And uh, yeah. you know, this so so uh, Correa was the first of uh, Scott Boris's magical three, I think. To Paul, I, he wasn't the first, but um, but yeah. And 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 Boris's history with dealing with the Yankees is very infamous uh, in, mm-hmm. in many ways. They really have a lot of contention, and they 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 uh, you know, there's uh, there's like. Like the whole, it was interesting that there was a rumor, you know, or rumors on social media about Correa maybe, uh, and the Yankees maybe being involved together and stuff, which, you know, or yeah. it just likes to throw out a lot of false stuff 
Uh, and then at the very yeah. end, the very end, they threw out the rumor uh, before Correa signed with the the Giants that uh, um, the Mets who, Mets had stepped his... in and or, or, you know Boris yeah. Boris has a new has a new pawn in being able to use Steve Cohen, I guess you know and try yeah. to try to tease him a little bit. So yeah, that kind of I think that kind of brought everything to a head last night, and then yeah. Giants are like, yeah, we can't lose out on him too. They lost out on Judge, mm-hmm. and um, you know they were. I mean, the next guy after that was Swanson, who good player, but not he's a step down from, from yeah. Correa for yeah. sure. They um, say they say we've offered uh, we've we have I guess the Yankees have a contract offer to Rodon, um, or the rumor was that they yeah. had placed one to him yesterday. Um, yeah, you know nobody knows what it is, um, but we do know that he wants the seven years, two hundred mil. So. Um, my yeah. guess is they didn't get any close. They were close to that. I don't even know if they went six years. So. Yeah, and judging by the other teams that are reportedly in on him, I don't think he'll get that two hundred million that he's looking for. Um, I, I, I mean, the other teams that are reportedly mm-hmm. in are the Twins and the Cardinals. The Twins obviously lost out on Correa. Yeah. Last night they didn't even offer him three hundred million. Um, and. The twins- uh, yeah, the Twins seem to be specializing in let's sign a big guy for a year. That's our draw to get fans in the stands, and then we we sign him for multi year, but give him an opt out. Um, and you know, I mean, look at look at all the guys that they got last year that they they lost. I mean, they they lost Correa, they lost Gio, Ursula. Um, of course, now um, Gary's a, a free agent as well. So you know, they're they're shopping for some they're, they're shopping for some uh, to get their starting lineup filled again. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't think, uh, I, I don't think the Twins will be bidding them up to two hundred million dollars. <laughs> so, yeah. and uh, the the Cardinals are the other team that are mentioned, and that that's kind of like, that's kind of conflicting as well. Like the John Heyman mentioned the Cardinals, and then I, I think it was Brandon Cuddy mentioned that like uh, I don't think the Cardinals are that serious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I said this to you in. DMs last night that the Twins and Cardinals have never signed a pitcher to over a hundred yeah. million. Yeah. Um, that that's uh, Rodon is easily going to pass that. Yep. Um, and uh, some of the other suitors that people were speculating about had signed pitchers, like the right. the Giants signed Sean Manaya and Ross Stripling. They're probably going to work their uh, their their pitching lab with those guys. They uh, yep. They have good pitching development over there. And the Blue Jays signed Chris Bassett, so um, that kind of takes them out of the Rodon sweepstakes, I would think. Yeah. Um, the Red Sox are mentioned, but the Red Sox just seem to do the "we tried" thing with everyone. <laughs> so, <laughs> except for Masataka Yoshida, who yeah, the industry thinks they overpaid him a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't just the uh, the fee signing the the fee coming out of Japan. I mean that that was what eighteen mil. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he, you know, and we'll we'll see how it works out for him. But yeah, they went they went a different direction in the market, of course, after yeah. losing Bogarts to the Padres. So yeah, they, uh, yeah, and that Bogarts deal was was nuts. <laughs> out of out of left field. Let's just let's just do a nice curtain call, San Diego, for hosting the winter meetings, and and AJ did his thing. So yeah, yeah. And and now I they mean, have three shortstops. You look yep. at the contracts they offered; it was, it was crazy. I mean, yeah. they offered Turner like 
340-something million yeah. they offered Judge. Judge 400. 400 for 14. Yeah. yeah. 14 years, which the MLB would have vetoed that, they said. Oh, yeah. Because that would have, that, that's clearly intentionally lowering the AAV. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I guess, yeah. It, uh, like, there's there's obvious cases of that, but I guess when you get egregious like that, the MLB is going to gonna veto that um, yeah and but, then they offer and then obviously they get bogarts yeah so one of them actually did sign with them. yeah you know and now they're uh now they're saying uh san diego s-a-n diego is now zan diego x-a-n diego <laughs> that's the latest thing out here so yeah we'll see how we'll see how catchy that is as they start promoting the season i thought um, it was slam diego but yeah <laughs> Used to be when they had the home run hitter. Well, they still have them all. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. But we'll um, see. We'll see what I, you know. They're saying out here that uh, Bogarts is going to play shortstop, so they're they're going to be moving. Uh, you know, Tatis goes to the outfield, and um, and Kim mm-hmm. goes to the bench probably, or goes to second base because they're talking about their second baseman now, Cronenworth, going over to first to replace Will Myers. So. Yeah. Um. We'll get to Tatis in a bit because there's been some yeah. some talk about that uh, over the last couple of days. Um, last thing on Rodon is uh, Brandon Cuddy also reported that it's believed that uh, the Yankees are Rodon's first choice. I believe John Boy said yesterday that um, the, the Yankees would not have been on Rodon's list of choices if Judge had not signed back. So oh. um, it's interesting to hear there. Um. Yeah, hopefully the hopefully we have an answer in the next week because uh, it's like everyone it's like people just tweet out the same articles every day about yeah. Rodon. It's like yeah. Yankees are in on him. The Yankees like how uh, like his attitude and think he has the right makeup to see succeed in New York. And it's been, uh, <laughs> yep, it's, it's been Groundhog Day. It's which is you know the the version of Groundhog Day, which is every day for the same you know the movie. So Rodon Day yeah. every day. It's all week long. So. Yeah, um, yeah, and you, you even had people a week ago retweeting that the report of him signing with the Giants in the spring. Yeah, yeah, which uh, fo- uh, yeah, almost fooled me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I pushed one of those to you last week or something like yeah. that. It turned out it was a 2020 comment or something. So yeah, it was yeah, yeah it's from March. So yeah, um, yeah, and. Uh, Notably, Heyman said that if if Rodon does not sign with the Yankees, that Nathan Eovaldi is probably the backup plan there. So, uh-huh. pretty sig- I I like Eovaldi, but that's pretty yeah. pretty significant drop off there. Came um, up in the Yankees organization, and mm-hmm. um, and of course was uh, was somebody that ended up uh, departing, um, you know, and uh, via the trade. I, I think it was was it a trade that he he. So the Yankees traded for him from the Marlins, and then oh, he yeah. started in 2015. Blew out his arm. He, he blew out his arm or something, and then yeah. and then he uh, well he eventually got Tommy John, mm-hmm. and then he was a free agent and he signed yeah. with Tampa. Yep. When he came back, he was good, and then yep. the Red Sox traded for him. So, yep. um, yeah, and then he's been there ever since. So, yep. um. Yeah, my my last before we get into like the uh, the speculation about like something bigger than Rodon, um, yep. I, I did want to ask you like there are people out there who are like 
the Yankees, uh, the the Yankees' problem isn't pitching. They're like they uh, like, which I would agree, it's not like yeah. their main problem. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't target a guy like Rodon, in my in my opinion. Oh no, absolutely. You know, you want you want. He, first off, he's a lefty, so you'd have a great mix in the starting lineup: righty, lefty, righty. Yeah. And and um, and then uh, you know, so I think I think he would be good. Um, but yeah, I believe their biggest problem is still contact and left-handed contact, you know, or being able, being able to take advantage of the short porch in Yankee stadium. They obviously have Rizzo who can do it. They, they had DJ LeMahieu if he, when he, if, when he comes back can hit to right center. Um, Glaber Torres when, when he's on his game hits the right center. Okay. But you know the, the the other effective lefty bat they had in the lineup last year was Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and they obviously lost Ben Intendi. Yep. Right when he was starting to get going for the Yankees. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I mean, I, I'm a big, uh, I'm I'm kind of a proponent of making your strengths like elite. Like, yeah. I, I think the Yankees signing Carlos Rodon would give them arguably the best rotation in the in the league. Um, and while their offense was a big culprit of them not winning in the postseason, the yeah. Astros dominated with a dominated us with an elite rotation, an elite kinda, rotation uh, of really young pitchers, other than Verlander. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yep. And even Verlander wasn't dominating. They could have had him. Yeah. They could have gotten him more, but. I agree with you that you want to make it elite. You want to make it, a, you know. Uh, yeah. And keep in mind, Severino's a free agent after this year, and so is Montas. Yeah. And you don't know. You, I, I am hoping for a bounce back from Montas, but you don't kind of, you don't really kind of know what you're going to get from him. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it was just a, a result of him being injured last year. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's get to the. The, the Yankees are doing something big, but we don't know I, what it is. Like, oh, we're, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to make of this. <laughs> the Yankees have never had like a, a, a rumor like this where it's like, oh, we're, uh, we're in on the like we're, we're doing we're we're planning something huge, but we don't know what it is. It's either like when the Yankees make a move, it's either it comes out of nowhere and there were no right. there, there were no rumors about it at all, right. like the Donaldson IKF trade. Yep, and um, uh, or, or it's like, oh, we we know what the, uh, we knew the Yankees have been on him, on him for months, like uh, Corey yeah. Kluber. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you you could, you could pretty much guess Corey Kluber was signing with the Yankees like three months in in advance, basically. Um, is it a smokescreen? Is it is it something that counters what Boris likes to do, which is bring in a magical mystery mystery third team mystery team mystery team to uh to the big deal to try to drive it up are they countering that by saying we got other options if rodon doesn't sign and i mean and quite honestly with everything that happened at the at the very end of the season where they talked they, they the rumors were flying coming out of pretty pretty much yankee organization that that they were, they were having trouble signing players and players were just shocked at how the fans treated the players you know, when, of course, they're striking out 51 times in 108 outs. But, you know, the idea is, is are they, you know, is it a smokescreen? Is it something else they're just trying to, to lay out there? You know, are they using Michael Kay? 
You know, are they using Buster Olney? I don't know, you know? Yeah, well, B- Buster Olney's idea that the Yankees were secretly in on Correa was uh, yeah, was quickly... Uh, Vapor. Vaporized. Um, they probably asked. And, they, of course, you know how the Yankees would love to take, take any Boris client and say, we're not interested, but they can't do that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of don't think that the Boris relationship is as tenuous as it used to be um because the yankees did sign garrett cole a couple yeah. years ago yep um and uh I, I mean boris has a more tenuous relationship with the dodgers who haven't signed a boris client since 2012 i believe yeah um so the yankees aren't like gonna intentionally avoid someone who is a boris client um that would kind of be like malpractice, in my opinion. Yeah, so. but I think they play. They could play Boris's game, right? Against yeah, Boris like too. they. Yeah, it's not. I'm not saying they like him. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, yeah, the Yankees planning something big. Obviously, obviously not Correa. Cor- Michael K seems to have no idea who it is. But he says it was a senior person in the Yankee organization that gave him the heads up. Yeah. So. You know, somebody yeah. high up in the Yankee organization. I, I would think it's a trade. That's what yeah. I think it is. I, I think it's like, and, and obviously trades, you, they don't always line up. So yep. we could go, we could just go, uh, say like the Yankees sign Rodon and then they bring back like Ben Benintendi or sign, just sign an outfielder and yep. um, uh, pick one. Uh, and that trade could <laughs> never, that trade could never like come to fruition and we'll never know. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but, but hey, we're here. We're here to have a show. We're here to talk a podcast. We're here to talk potential opportunities between the Yankees and other teams. So we have some yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah. So, the the big thing. I I mean, well, first, I had a funny note about the mystery team thing that John okay. Damon likes to do. Um, he, he it was related to Rodon, and uh, he said there seems to be a mystery team in the Rodon sweepstakes. It's the Cardinals. Like, okay, wait. <laughs> There's a mystery team, but there we goes know the who mystery. it is. <laughs> but we there know goes the is. mystery. You know? Well, he can't come so vague anymore. And he, you know, and his and his last direct one, you know, which of course he had his big misspell, you know, his last direct direct uh, you know, sure thing uh, didn't happen. So poor John Heyman, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So back to the big move. Um, a lot of people were speculating Fernando Tatis because there have been rumors that the the Padres want to deal him this offseason, which, I mean, it would to me, it wouldn't be surprising if they wanted to because yep. obviously the motorcycle accidents and the getting caught using PEDs, um, but also the fact that his teammates don't like him. Yeah. They don't seem to like him, especially Manny Machado. <laughs> they do don't seem to like each other very much. I think um, it has. I think a lot of it. First off, you know, as I said earlier, you know, San Diego right now has three shortstops. Uh, signing Bogarts really puts a glut on the infield right now for them. Um, and you know, uh, I, I just. But I think you know, unloading him, it really would help their dugout a lot. Um, you know, Machado in the first year that he came to the Padres really tried to take Tatis under his wing and say, you know. He, he, it was really fun because you don't view Machado as a as a uh, a guy who's a 
you, you viewed him more of as a, as a lone ranger and a lot of times with the Orioles and stuff as well. Yeah. He's turned out, and it's out here, he's turned out to be a super dugout and locker room guy trying to and, and leader of the team, um, which is, um, I think, a bonus that Padres got. Um, but he is frustrated because I think he looks in the mirror when he sees Tatis and his early, you know, and sees Tatis in his early years. Um, mm-hmm. And he's seen, he, he's also kind of frustrated that they can't get him. They can't get him on the field. And when they go to the National League Championship Series without him, that and and there was no remorse. They basically said, "Yeah, we could we could play without him." So, yeah, there's a lot there's um, a lot of ugliness associated with that. And getting rid of him would help the dugout. Yeah, I I mean I remember Mike Clevenger talking about Tatis as well. Like yeah, basically saying he's got some growing up to do. Um. And while I think, I mean, a lot, a lot of things. Yankee fans were connecting a lot of dots with this, and Tatis is on. He's under. You would have him for twelve years. He is young. Yep, he's but young. He is injury prone. Yeah, he's had shoulder issues, which yep. we've seen what that has done to Cody Bellinger. Yep. Um, and uh, I mean, like I think guys like Judge and Stanton and. And Rizzo would be good influences for Tatis. It's just a big risk. Yeah. And I can't see the Yankees taking on like a twelve-year deal. And I, I like I, I don't think it would take as much as as some people might think, because I think it would be be a, kind of like how Stanton was, where like there were there was kind of diminished value there because he has on a long long contract and you know, but um I, I yeah. don't think uh yeah. Uh, obviously, I mean, Jack Curry came out and basically said, no, this isn't happening on Yankees hot stove the other night. So, yeah, I, I would not expect Fernando Tatis to be on the Yankees. No, but you think, you know, hey, Cashman's made some moves before, a la Josh Donaldson and IKF last year, just so he could get IKF as a sit-in for a year, supposedly, right? So he eats mm-hmm. that big contract. Now it's reversed. He, he, well, he's going to eat a big contract, but does he get other things – the Padres have a, a glut of a minor league system still, um, because they're signing people. They're not. They're not doing a, a lot of trading right now, um, yeah. and so, so he could be. You know, he could be in the middle of. Uh, hey, we'll take we'll take Tusty Jr. off your hands, but it's going to cost you um, this, this, and this. So, um, you know, and I don't know what you know. AJ, what, what would what would the Yankees want to give him back? That would be the thing, but. Um, you know, like I said, you know, Tatis would move instantly to the outfield. He'd be the left fielder if that's the big move we're going to make. But um, I kind of doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But, but um, yeah. yeah, I don't know how much outfield he's played. Um, he played a lot of outfield but, out here in San Diego because, and he did that to protect his shoulder when he yeah. couldn't, we couldn't play shortstop for a while. Um, so, I mean, he's, he's proven he can do it. Um, I would probably tell you Cabrera's probably better defensively than he would be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and, and, but, um, you know, he's, he's done it. Um, you can't ignore the bat. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, can you, can you bring that into the dugout and, and have him be part of the mix and, and have the senior ranking yeah. guys all, all, yeah. Uh, and he's suspended him. to start the year still. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, you don't see him until I think it's either end of April or early May. I think, yeah, I think it's about like 20 games or something remaining. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other guy, I, I mean, as far as like bigger than Rodon, um, Brian Reynolds is 
another guy that I mean we we've, we've talked about him before. I am not sure that he would be a bigger move than Rodon. Like he's hmm. good, but he's uh, not like top twenty five player in the league. No, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not Rodon esque. I don't even think he's Tatis Junior esque in terms of his ability. No. But uh, but yeah, but but you know what? Brian Cashman loves to trade with the Pirates. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and that's not that's not me saying that I would be upset at getting Brian Reynolds either. Because, no. like, I, I think I, we we mentioned last week the Yankees would probably have the best outfield in the league. Yeah. If they got Judge, Reynolds, and Bader. Yep. Um, that would be a really good a good trio to run out there. Um, yeah, so that's the only one that – only other one that comes to mind for me. So hopefully this trade happens or yeah. this move happens because then we'll – We'll find out what that that secret big move was that they were planning on. Yeah. Um. But until now, it's just I, until then, it's just a guessing game. Um. The Yankees have been connected with other teams as well. The uh, the Diamondbacks and Twins. I wouldn't say that those moves would be bigger than Rodon. I don't know if that's what only and K are referring to. So. Yeah, there's there has been a lot of discussion, uh, and and the Diamondbacks do have a ton of young talent that's uh, yeah. that's up right now, especially outfielders. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Which so. I mean, Cashman said the Yankees are targeting right field and left field. They took care of right field, obviously. Yep. And um, left field, they're still trying to look, trying to fill it. I mean, Cashman said that he'd like Ben Intendi to come back. There's rumors of that he doesn't want to be in New York, and I also think he's going to get a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. He's rumored with uh, the the Cardinals, and not the Cardinals, the uh, Guardians and the Cubs, I think. Is that who? And uh, Houston. And Houston? Oh, jeez. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Just what Houston needs, another contact hitter in their lineup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and they, they of course, they got – Abreu as well down there now, right? Instead of a, instead of Guriel at first base. Yeah. Um. So, core uh, the Diamondbacks outfielders that have been mentioned are, uh, I mean, they have like six guys that are, are all like <laughs> candidates. I uh, listed as candidates on MLB trade rumors. So, um, Corbin Carroll is one. Dalton Varsho is one that like is intriguing. I think he's really fast. Um. Jake Mark, Jake McCarthy, Alec Thomas, um, Paven Smith, Dominic Fletcher, Kyle Lewis. I don't know much about those guys, but I think uh, I think Varsho would be a, a like as that would be for ba- like people who know baseball. I think that uh, that would be a pretty big deal if uh, Dalton Varsho got traded. Yeah. Um, and then they've they've also they've also been mentioned with uh, pitcher Zach Gallen. Um, yeah, trying to pair one one pitcher with uh, an outfielder, um, that would be a big move. That would take a lot, like of prospect capital. So, um, kind of skeptical that would happen. Um, uh, I I would I would be intrigued if the if uh, the Yankees made a trade with uh, with the Diamondbacks. I, I think it would they would be getting something good back. There's too many outfielders there to not get something decent back, but. I do think it would take a lot because a lot of these guys are young and they have control. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens there. And they've also been mentioned with the Twins, 
Um, Max Kepler is the main guy that has been getting trade interest there. I, yeah. I like Kepler. He's had yeah. a couple down years. He's kind of around league average offensively, um, as opposed to 2019 with the juice balls when he he kind of yeah. he kind of went off. Um, and he's in his early. But 30s. he's a, he, yeah. He's in his early 30s now, right? Or is he? Uh... Uh, I'm not sure how old he yeah. is, but he um he plays really good defense. So yeah. I I think he he would be a good guy to have, especially in left field at, at Yankee Stadium, where you kind of need a center fielder's skill set. Yeah. Um, and then the Marlins, um, the the Yankees have met, were mentioned with them at the deadline with the, uh, um, Pablo with, uh, Lopez, Pablo and Lopez, Glaber, and Glaber. Um, yeah. I I kind of don't think Glaber's getting traded. No. Um, Kepler's twenty nine, by the way. Just okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mar- Marlins, Pablo Lopez, and there was and also Jazz Chisholm has been mentioned. That's another. Yeah. That's an. Like if that's kind of equivalent to like if the Yankees got Zach Gallen and an outfielder from the Diamondbacks, yep. that that would take that would take a big big haul. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, Jazz Chisholm had had a, had a pretty good year. So, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, again another, but speed, lots of speed in Jazz Chisholm too. So. Yeah. Yeah, would be intriguing. I mean. Jazz Chisholm plays second base, I believe. So maybe that is the Glaber mm-hmm. trade, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Um, I mean, the Yankees would have to trade some kind of infielder if they got Chisholm back um, in that deal. Because I mean, you'd have you'd have DJ, you'd have Donaldson, you'd have you know Peraza, you'd have Cabrera. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, just another outfielder. Yeah. I mean, another infielder. So. So yeah, um, yeah. I'm kind of. But he's I, a left, I like the idea. He's a lefty bat, though. Yeah, um, I'd be kind of leaning on that. So. <laughs> yeah, I um, I'm intrigued by Kepler because I don't know. I don't think it would take a huge amount to get him. Um, mm. but I mean, I, I think that would. I, I would always. I would prefer like, if you're getting Kepler, yeah, you got to lock in Rodon. So, <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's what I'm thinking True. there. I'm thinking Kepler and Rodon are probably the most likely out of those situations because yeah. just it would cost the less uh, cost uh, the least prospect capital. So, yep. Yeah. And by the way, Kepler is a lefty at bat. So yeah. Um, you know, so I mean, you, you check off a lot of things there, similar to what you would do with the Benatendi. Uh, the only difference is, you know, Max would have to move to left because he's normally a right fielder. So. But mm-hmm. but that would give you a, another really good defensive outfield. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, that that would be one of the better outfielders outfields yeah. in baseball. Yeah. Even if even if Kepler is like just around the league average offensively, that would be a good. It would be a good trio. Well, the Yankees um, the Yankees got the silver. Uh, I mean the uh, the Gold Glove for as a team this year. The team yeah. team level Gold Glove, which is like when was the last time that ever happened. Yeah, so, right. um, you know, I mean, so the defense and, and the defense made a huge difference um, uh, throughout the season and, and kept them in a lot of games when they couldn't hit. So, yep. Um, yeah, just kind of checking in around the division before we get to the history yep. moment here. Um, Blue Jays signed Chris Bassett, as we mentioned before. Um I'm not sure what else they're going to do. They did sign Kevin Kiermaier as well. They were okay. 
they were kind of in on uh, Brandon Nimmo, and they and obviously he went back to the mm-hmm. Mets. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, so Brandon Nimmo goes back to the Mets. Blue Jays lose out on him. Uh, I don't think they'll be in on another. They needed an outfielder, so they they brought in Kiermaier there. Yep. So Bassett and Kiermaier for them, and they traded away to Oscar Hernandez for to the. Uh, Marlins. Mariners, so Mariners, I th- Mariners. that's that's a downgrade. In my yeah. Like, Kiermaier is good defensively, but not a not a great offensive uh, no. threat. Um, no. Yeah, and I love the fact that it's you know taking taking a raised player, you know, um, and stuff yeah. too. I mean, Bassett, of course, the raid the the raid on the New York Mets arms this year has been pretty pretty incredible. You know, I yeah. mean, yes, they have Ver- Verlander, but now they got Verlander and Scherzer who are both over forty, right? And uh, I think Scherzer's forty. Uh, Scherzer's Scherzer's a little older. Verlander's yeah. thirty nine. Yeah, they did sign um, Senga from yep. uh, from Japan. Yep. So that that's kind of their their trio. I mean, they they still have Carrasco, who like they're. I mean, they're hoping for a bounce back from him, but uh, um, their rotation's not too bad. Uh, although it did change a lot. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the Red Sox. So. As we mentioned, the Red Sox, they signed um, Masataka Yoshida. People in the industry do not like them like that. There was an anonymous front office person saying that they valued him for less than half of what the Red Sox signed him for. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and then they've been mentioned with Dansby Swanson, who is a good player, but I don't know if he's going to be worth the contract that he gets. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think he's going to Boston either, so. Um. Yeah, and the Rays. You sent me this last night. They, yep. they lost Ryan Yar- Yarborough, who um, kind of was a Yankee killer over yep. the last couple of years. Um, he uh, <coughs> he he went to the Royals. So, but I'm sure the the Rays have some guys we guys we've never heard of that they're gonna <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna fill the they role will, with. Yep, they'll pull them up and start just start striking everybody out. They'll pitch their two innings and move on. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, Kyle Gibson was uh, he signed with the uh, the Orioles. They kind of they could have used a big move this offseason, but they're the Orioles don't seem to be spending big. Um, they were mentioned with Rodon briefly, yeah. but they kind of seem to be priced out. <laughs> so. And it's interesting too. Are they a year away, or are they you know, were they a couple of years away still? I mean, they had a great great season last year, made a push for the playoffs right to the very end, um, and uh, you know, I mean. Yeah. Certainly were a thorn in, in many of the other uh, AL East team sides, um, which helped out the Yankees a little bit. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you would think they would want to make a move, um, but you know, then again, it's the Orioles, and they don't they they have they don't make big moves, and then they've they've done they they brought this whole farm system finally up to up to speed. Um, yeah, and and quite honestly, most of what they look at is what are the Nationals doing. Because the Nationals are sitting, you know, the Nationals came in and, and just took over their took over their market for the longest time, and uh, I mean, even when I when I was down there in Northern Virginia, you know, the the, the arguments over TV rights and all this other stuff between the the uh, the, uh, the Nationals after they came down from uh, Montreal, and 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 the, and uh, and what's going on with the Orioles is just is nuts. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both on Masson, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. And, but that was because the Orioles insisted they did not want to have another competing cable network. 
Right. Yeah. Right. The I, Orioles. I didn't know about that, but yeah, the Orioles owned the Orioles owned the deal of and and have benefited financially in so many ways from the Nationals coming into the DC market, um, and and you know and never did anything to improve their own team because they were making they were making all this other money from the Nationals, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. You ready? Ready for history? I am. By the way, right. shout out to Jamison Tyone. Did we ever mention last week that he's now a Cub? I forget if we did, but yeah, I mean, good good on him for getting a deal that yeah. like pays him for four years, significant money. I think sixty eight million. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, plays a he he went to a a, a town with a, a good fan base and a yep. cool place to play. Um, scared about how the fly balls will treat him though. <laughs> but, oh yeah, but but we'll see. Um, yeah, good for him after. Recovering from cancer, you know, uh, two Tommy John surgeries um, to come back and get a deal like that is a pretty big, pretty big accomplishment. So, so good for Jamo. Hey, who was a uh, who was a big big star we uh, we we stole from the Boston Red Sox that played a combination? I think he played a little first base, but a lot of went a lot of outfield too, right? He was here for one year. Going into our history moment, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I've. Yeah, you just you just typed it up for me. Wait, <laughs> Kevin oh, okay. I thought you. I, I I forgot what position he played. I thought he played uh, third in in twenty twenty thirteen. Did he play third for us? Yeah, he might yeah, have been. He might have been one little, of those guys. Yeah, sorry about I remember that. They, yeah, yeah. Well, they did. Yeah, I mean, I remember the, the Yankees had Kevin Euclid played third base for like the first couple of months, yeah. first month or two, and um, then he got hurt. And then, yeah, you know, yep. Yeah. Um, the so obviously, the his the the for the the history moment we're talking about is yeah. Kevin Euclid signing yeah. with the Yankees on this day in 2012, and he um, uh, the Yankees needed third baseman. I feel like they I remember they had they had Chase. Lyle Overbay at, at first base, and then I think they had Kevin Kevin Euclid at for at, at third. Was this the year or two after Headley? Had uh, Chase Headley was had been there for he, a while. Chase Headley yeah. wasn't there yet. Yeah. They traded for him like middle of 2014. Oh, so, okay. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Kevin Euclid, that that was a weird signing that a lot of Yankee fans just felt icky about at the yeah. time. I remember, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't really work out as planned. You know, he dealt with injuries um, as the Yankees dealt with a lot of injuries that year. You know to share it with the wrist oh yeah jeter recovering from the the ankle yeah a, i mean a rod was hurt um for a bunch of that season and he had other stuff going on at the they time were, too they were getting old so. and limping they were getting old and limping through a season so yeah um yeah so yeah. anyway yeah that was the that was the big signing on this date uh back in 2012 um and stuff and then another note uh of uh of history um uh, and of course, we've had such a, a huge year. Just recently, passed a huge year with uh, um, with Aaron Judge chasing Roger Maris. But Roger Maris passed away on this date in 1985 after battling cancer and stuff. So, um, shout out to Roger Maris Jr. and the whole Maris family. Um, you know, we're thinking of them on this anniversary, but you know, wanted to bring this point up only because it was such a huge year this year with uh, Judge chasing yeah. Maris's record and finally catching him. And it was great that the uh, that the Maris family hung out for the last almost month 
to watch uh, to watch uh, Judge try to chase it too. So yeah, yeah. So 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 uh, interesting interesting Yankee history moments in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. So yeah. Hopefully, by the time we're recording next week, um, the Yankees will have a a Christmas gift for us. Yeah, there'll um, be a Rondon decision. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully. I mean, or a Rodon, or or we have that magical mystery, humongous trade that uh, Michael K is talking about. So. Yeah, just 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 get it done. Gosh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see what I'm trying to see what the team looks like in 2023. So yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's a good place to leave off. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, maybe some, maybe if there's nothing happening maybe we'll do like a christmas special type of thing so i think yeah we'll christmas it's, it's the it's the christmas show it's the show before christmas so yeah so yeah. we'll be back next week um thanks for listening and let's go yankees <laughs>